Welcome to Happy Hour, a work, culture and lifestyle show. We're your hosts. I'm Penny Blackmore. And I'm Brittany Bowering. That's correct. Um, And if you like our show, you can um, rate, review and subscribe and tell a friend, please. Please. Or two friends. That'd be dope. It'd be even better than one, to be honest. Darn tootin'. How the heck are you, Penny? Oh, I tell you what, I'm great. I like this Sunday morning slot. Yeah. We're recording on a Sunday morning. Sunday morning. We're also recording um, uh, remotely, so we're not in the yes. same room together. Which, I mean, I like to mix it up sometimes, because sometimes it's fun to be in the same room, and then sometimes it's also, like, fun to vibe from different sides of the city, you know? Exactly. And also, like, I haven't had a shower. I haven't washed my, brushed my teeth. I haven't done my hair. I have, yeah. I, however, have done free. all of those it's things. freedom. <laughs> yeah, well, everybody knew that, Britt. Everybody not, knows you're the better one. Not usually on a Sunday <laughs> that I'm so, I just, but I just kind of like sprang out of bed this morning, was feeling really, you know, ready to rumble. So. Fabulous. Here we are. Yeah, well, daylight savings times means that we've had one hour less of sleep. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Yeah, so it doesn't make well, sense why I'm springing out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense at all, it except just... for the fact that I went to, to bed around 9.45 last night. So. Well, okay, that's it right there. That's the one, yeah. Oh, such a winner. Um, that's, what wi- that's what winners do, Penny. That's what really <laughs> cool winners do is they go to bed at, around between 9.30 and 9.45 on a Saturday night. Winners and geriatrics <laughs> and new mothers. Oh, exactly. How are you, Britt? I'm doing fab. I'm doing really good, mm-hmm. actually. I had a really, really nice calm weekend um, where I actually got to, like, catch up on rest and uh, and also, like, was out and about doing some things that felt sort of normal. Um, had a full-blown, like, two-hour FaceTime with my mom, which was super, super nice. Um, almost started to feel like we were just in the same room together, which I love when that happens. It's rare, though. It's rare on Zoom mm. calls or on uh, FaceTime. Mm-hmm. But as long as you both have good internet connections, you know, that's the key. That's Um, the whole thing. That's the whole thing, yeah. (laughs) Um, So anyway, so yeah, that was super nice. And, you know, just, yeah, I'm doing, I'm just feeling really good. I did have a a, a little public service announcement that I wanted to make. uh, Please, yeah. Early on. So yesterday I got a, uh, uh, so actually this past week, I've gotten a lot of really nice, or at least like a few, um, really nice messages <laughs> through Instagram, just saying like, just really like, almost like, um, unsol- like just unsolicited where people were like, hey, I just wanted to say that like, I really like um, when you do, like when I watch your stories, because it just seems to be re- like really positive energy. And and just a few, like a few separate people this past week have sent me these messages. And I just, like, that makes it really, like, I love getting that kind of stuff, obviously, because I'm like, oh, good. Okay. People are, you know, what I mean? Like, it's just this nice thing where I'm like, makes it worthwhile. It makes it worthwhile. Right. Cause it does take mm. some time and it does take some energy. Um, but as long as other people are getting something from it, I'm happy. But then I got this one message from this guy. <laughs> and I mean, I, every now and again, you get, was it a suggestion? Can I just take a hot guess and assume it was a suggestion <laughs> of some variety? Um, it wasn't. But it was just a full-blown insult. And it's just so funny because these, oh, every now sake. and again, every now and again, someone messages something like this. And I know, like, I really, at least I assume that they're not trying to be insulting, you know? Like, they actually genuinely didn't even think about the fact that this might hurt someone's feelings. But this guy, this guy wrote to me. Oh, He's like... He's like, hey, Brit. And it's like almost like I, I also love when people, because I've probably had a couple of back and forth with this person through Instagram, just like he commented on something and whatever. So small conversations. But then they they almost like start to talk to you like as if they really are good friends with you, which is a really yeah. interesting thing, thing that happens, which usually I like, but sometimes it's like, okay, you're overstepping. So he's, he's like, mm. hey, Brit. Um, are you sleeping okay lately? Because your <gasps> eyes look really puffy. <laughs> Oh my god! The thing, is, the thing is, what's so funny about this—that is—isn't that amazing? So I was like, I got, I got this message message on Saturday morning, and because he'd he'd seen my story from Friday or something, and I just started laughing out loud. 
And then what's hilarious, there's two things about this, right? So one is that I'm trying to um, not stop myself from doing stories when I feel like I don't look my best. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. trying to just be like, yeah. I'm doing stories. This is what I look like. Let's all just, you know, and, and that's- Deal with exactly, it. Exactly. And that's like a thing that, that's just a, a vain thing on my end where I'm just, you know, I always, you know, I mean, whatever. No, it's not. People care about what they look like, you know. So I'm just trying to. Of course, I do. I'm trying to put out more of a genuine, authentic look at, you know, whatever who I am. Anyway, so that's like the one thing that was really funny about that. And then the other side of it is like, uh, is just like I had to say I had to say something back to this person, but I also knew that he wasn't trying to be an asshole. Like I just had that yeah. sense. Like he's not. He's not a mean person. He, I think he actually genuinely cares and was was thinking, yeah. oh, I hope Brittany's okay because <laughs> she looks like shit. <laughs> anyway, so I just sent him back a message and I said, hey, I know you probably didn't mean anything by this comment, but I just wanted to let you know, like, sometimes you don't have to say those things. And this comment actually just made me feel bad. And I know you probably, you know, that wasn't your intention, but it just didn't make me feel very good. And I just wanted to let you know that. And then he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just, that's not, and, and I also said, also, I'm sleeping really, really well right now. So I guess I yeah. just look like, I just have a puffy eyes. It was really funny. I actually, yeah, when I sleep really well, I am, I puff up mm. like a balloon. Yeah. Interesting. And it's cute. Yeah. Like I look like a little dumpling. <laughs> I know my eyes are all like squeezed Ooh. to get. Oh, oh, I don't know. If, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a full dumpling look, but um, yeah. I think in general, don't comment on someone else's appearance unless you have something nice to say, and also don't like get if you're a guy, don't get specific. Like, <laughs> yeah. don't start being like, "Hey, I've noticed your hip to waist ratio is looking really good lately." <laughs> exactly. Or, like. Hey, I've noticed that your friend has a good, thick, healthy head of hair, but yours isn't as thick. How about that? What's up with that? Yeah. Yeah. Have you considered using oh, a hair treatment? Yeah. Just it's like, why don't you just... Just on the internet, people need, I think sometimes, little reminders where it's like, hey, don't, like, just be nice. I'm a whole human. Yeah, like, just generally, yeah. like, and, and be sensitive because you never know when someone might be reading that message. Maybe they're already feeling like shit, and then they read that, and you're like, you know, luckily, it was Saturday morning. I felt great, so I laughed at it because I was like, that's funny. I didn't even think I looked bad in the photo, in the videos. I was like, I don't think I even look looked oh my God, tired. Tell me but about anyways, it. It was funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so I, I read this newsletter by a writer called Hayley Narman and she used to write for Man Repeller mm. and years ago. And so what she talks about quite often now is like the insanity of the people, the things that people say to you. Yeah. Um, and years ago on Man Repeller, she wrote an article about how she was no longer wearing makeup and the comment section went wild. It was like, you're really, you're thin you're traditionally attractive. You've got a great head of hair. Big whoop. Like, congratulations. You can wear no makeup and it's no big deal. Right. And I have to say, I kind of like made a comment as well. I was like, uh, cool, congratulations, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I really, really regret that now because like she was a writer at a website. She had a job to do. She had to write about something. Yeah. You know, like you, and as a writer as well, like there's, you have to mine your personal experiences. You have to mine culture. You have to come up with opinions all the time. Yeah. And it is a whole thing. And I regret that so much because now she talks about it and she's like, I used to sometimes just read the comment sections and think about it for weeks. Yeah. Oh, and it God, stops yeah. you wanting to write again and like put stuff out there. And at the end of the day, like what she was saying with the article was not like, I'm so beautiful. I don't have to wear makeup. She was trying to make a comment on like how maybe experimenting with um, going against the social norm could be an interesting and experiment for you. Yeah. You know, like she wasn't, she wasn't even saying it's what you have to do. No. Um, and I think about that all the time and I'm like, I'm so sorry, Haley. So, My bad. I'm just, I'm just jealous of your perfect skin, yeah. okay? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's just worth remembering, yeah, that even if you feel like it's a, like a really valid thing, if it's negative, just think again, you know? Just yeah. Just take a second. 
second. And also, is it any of your business well, if exactly. someone's sleeping okay? Yeah. No, it is <laughs> exactly. not. It's not. Exactly. Also, maybe you're not sleeping okay because you're having a really fun, like, social life and you're sort of drinking with friends every night. And no, you're not sleeping okay, but everything's also fine. I don't know. Anyway, I wish that were we the can... case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's definitely not happening. Yeah. Oh, well. Work. Brittany, Talk I don't know if me. you've read about this in the news, mm. but I saw a couple of headlines this week saying, Goldman Sachs junior staffers demand 80-hour work week. <laughs> what? Because they were working like more than way hours? more than 80 hours. Like oh I my know God. this happens in theory, but like, oh my God. How do people do that's, that? <laughs> that's insanity. They were working like some people were like, you know, I wouldn't shower. I wouldn't see people. I would just eat the food that they have at the office. Oh blah, blah, my blah, 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 God. Blah. It's horrifying. So, I mean, like, I just wanted to comment on this because I feel like this is a very interesting difference in values that some people have. And I think it's, uh, it's a very capitalistic kind of set of values there. Not that I'm blaming someone for working at a company where you have to work really, really hard. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think in, in the hyper version of capitalism, there's an idea that you have to literally murder your life now for potential rewards later. Yeah. And that is a, uh, that really concerns me because, you know, I mean, if you're a Goldman Sachs junior, you're in your 20s, you've just done a very difficult, uh, you know, university degree. Um, you're working 80 hours a week in like New York or something. You're paying a lot of rent, more than 80 hours a week. This is going to have a serious impact on your physical and mental health and your social, uh, you know, community. It, it, it's a bad idea in my opinion. So 80 hours a week, like how many hours are there in a week? <laughs> I actually I'm had like, to do a little bit of maths on my yeah, calculator. I was, I was like, say, so, wait a minute. So the, they must be working seven days a week. Probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So 80 like tw- divided by, what do I do here? Seven. seven? No, whoops. I press 80 the wrong divided button. by seven is like what? I mean. 11 hours a day. I was day. just going to say 12 so hours. So that's what they want to do. Wow. So they actually said in the article they were working more like 120 hours a week, which what? is 17 hours a day. So, the, and I was like, one thing that I really didn't understand was like, how is there that much work to do? Well, yeah. But, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So basically what um, what some of the respondents to this survey were saying was, was that basically like their managers would come up to their desk at like 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. and they'd say, we have a presentation at 9 a.m. with this uh you know, a a client, you have to run all these numbers and put the presentation together by that time, basically. So the reason they have to work so hard is because there's no planning whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And no, the management is like kind of um, sadistically torturing torturing them a little bit and putting the clients first in a way that is just completely awful. Yeah. Um, Isn't that fascinating? That's insane. Literally, I was just this morning talking about how, because someone was saying like, so I, I'm going to do a little bit of work today, like a little bit. And yeah. then I was like, I was, someone was, uh, a friend of mine was like, oh, I'm like yesterday, they were like, oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm doing some work today. So like, I can't uh, meet up or whatever. And uh, I was just thinking like, oh, working on a Saturday, you know, I'm just like repulsed by it. You know, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. working on the week. And when I see people like mm. on Instagram and stuff where they're like working on the weekend or whatever, I'm always like, oh, you poor thing. You know, I just, I love having my weekends off. And I don't always like today I'm going to do a bit of work and like sometimes I do, but I just, I like, I just need it. Like I just. I ne- I literally never work on weekends. Yeah. Um, even though probably sometimes I should, honestly, yeah. but I'm planning to work today because A, it's not a very nice day. And B, did you know that on Tuesday, Wednesday, there's going to be like 21 degrees? Uh, yeah, I do. 
So I'm doing it so that I don't have to work so much on those yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's like a it's a choice that I've made. Obviously, we're both in very privileged positions. Yeah, like not everybody gets to make these choices. Right. So sorry if we sound like we're bra- bragging, yeah. but like, yeah, I just it makes me really sad that some people are like, oh, I'm gonna spend the best years of my life potentially, like the years where you could be you know, forming really close social bonds. You could be experimenting with your identity. You could be picking up some fascinating hobbies and becoming a a rich, robust, interesting person. Mm -hmm. You're like literally slaving to the machine. It makes me really sad because I'm telling you right now, if one of those people died, they would be replaced the next day. Yeah. It's not like Goldman Sachs is going to be like, oh, oh no, no. Yeah. Mark from accounts, you know, we were really close to him. They don't care about you. No. So like, yeah, I, I read that and was horrified. Totally. And if you guys, if anyone needs counseling on how to like get the hell out of a career like that, I will do it for you for free. For free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll just be a lot of penny pep talks, which are the best, actually. Really good. I love giving pep talks. Really I gave one to someone the other day. I was like, listen, I don't know you, but. <laughs> They're like, I didn't ask you for this. You're like, oh, you're getting it. Oh, well, they did actually, but that's okay. Anyway, <laughs> how are you, Britt? How's, what's work life for you? Well, I was, I, this is actually, our topics are very much aligned, which I love when that happens just by. because. Just by you chance. and me have a lot of kismet. I get, this is it. This is it. But I was actually thinking this week about, because um, a lot of, there's like a very um, strong energy in the work world right now of like this, this kind of, I, I don't want to use the term burnout, but there's definitely this feeling of people being like, we need a break. Like this is, like everything is becoming too much right now, you know? 100%. Yeah, like I just, everyone I talk to is just like, ugh, you know, like and every every side of my life, I'm like, it's funny how everybody's kind of on the same page here. And I thought I would just say, because um, a couple of weeks ago, I took a few days off. I took almost the full week off. And, and, and you know, everybody's kind of like, I think people are toying with taking time off because it's sort of like, what are we even, can we even do with our time off right now? You know, you're not supposed to Mm. travel, even though some people are going on holidays right now, Penny. Did you know that? It's wild. They are? Yeah, I'm talking to, I've talked to several people who are like going on holidays. I mean, I'm on the verge. I know. I was like, I was like playing by the rules for so long and now I'm just like, you know Would Mallorca what? like my company? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants me? I'm coming. Um, yeah, so, so, but a lot of people aren't traveling right now, obviously. So it's like taking holidays is not necessarily super exciting. But I yeah. would like to say that I think you should still do it if you have the option. If you have vacation, if you've got a bunch of vacation days um, that you haven't taken or, you know, whatever, because you're waiting for just take a few days off. I'll tell you right now, even if you can't go anywhere, you can really like, it's, it's very, very important to take a step back, especially right now. I think, you know, like when I took these few days off a couple weeks ago, it was like, you know, I didn't really have much to do other than like, I just did some fun things like reading books, going for long walks, you know, like making an extravagant meal, um, you know, like all (laughs) like whatever, like bake a friggin' cake, uh, do, do like extra long. I mean, I love doing, I know this is going to sound really like (sighs) classic, classic Brittany, but whatever. Like I, I really like doing yoga and I just did like long yoga sessions that weren't hard, yeah. but they were just like indulgent, you know, like just like yeah. try to do some things that you can like, that will help you just to- like relax and, mm. and just disengage a little bit from your regular sort of like crazy life because this is just not a normal time. So I, I just wanted to kind of say like, I think it's worth it. If you were on the verge, if you were thinking about it, and you were kind of like, well, what am I going to do? And I just do it and fill up mm. your days with all the nice things that you can do. You know, take a bath or a long shower if you don't have a bath. <laughs> I'm telling you, like everyone's light like, a you candle. ever coming out of there? And you're like, no, I don't know, never. <laughs> yeah, I just so I I know this is kind of maybe silly, but I just I think people are right now really needing a break, even like one day. If you can manage mm. to take like a day, make it a long weekend. You know, just do it. Like, I'm just, just do it. I think um, 
I think that people have a lot of trouble switching off and I think that's where burnout happens when you start to, when your work life starts to bleed into your home life and vice versa Um, because I find that a little myself when I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm working in my bedroom. My desk is in my bedroom and so it's very hard to, and actually I've got like a wall of work stuff sort of stuck on the wall and I can see it from bed. Um, Yeah. So... I think um, I was reading a little article which I'll post in the older show notes. Nice. But they were talking about how to – let me find this because it actually was very uh, uh, – am I going to find it? (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, here we go. Too much focus is draining. Here's a better strategy. So they've got – um, and it, sometimes these articles are kind of annoying because you're like, well, obviously, like, go for a fucking walk, okay? Yeah. Like, that, that's like a big one. Going for a walk is very, very good for you. Yeah. But um, I read this article after a week of having a very hard time doing work. Like, I had a huge amount of work. It, there was a lot of context switching and it was all kind of hard work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the work, nothing, there was no easy thing that I could cross off the to-do list early. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I just bashed my thing. Um, and so I was kind of like, how do I, how do I reset after a half day working on this client and going into that client? Um, and this actually, this article talks about, positive daydreaming and stuff. And I was like, after I'd done this week of work and I'd engaged in some of these activities by accident, I was like, actually, these really work. Maybe if I'd read the article before the week and I'd be like, oh, this is annoying. You know, like, why are you telling me to um, switch off my phone for an hour? Yeah. But actually, because I'd actually done a lot of them, I was like, okay, they really work. So I'll share it in the show notes anyway. Okay, cool. But yeah, focusing, switching off, those I feel like are the two big topics of like work life in the pandemic. Yeah. Burnout, focus and switching off. Yeah. Because it's just so hard. And I think the the other thing is like we're, we're, we're feeling so um, – everything's very mundane right now. Everything's kind of the same. <laughs> Every day is very similar to the last. And that's why I think, yeah, just, I mean, another thing that I'm really trying to do, which I've been, you know, I think you and I are very similar in this, is like finding these little like highlight moments that you can, you know, once a day, like something nice for yourself only, whatever it is that you want um, to do or to, you know, experience. Maybe it is a long walk. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's something different. Maybe it involves, you know, cooking or spending time with your kids or family or friends or whatever, but like having a highlight on an, on a, on the regular, you know, if not mm. every day, uh, is so important right now, you know? So true. Yeah. Um, oh, this is like a slight tangent, but mm-hmm. I read this article about revenge bed, bedtime procrastination. Oh. And basically this is like, it's sort of a, Um, I found it on sleepfoundation.org, which is so comical. So basically people are feeling like they're not getting enough of their own time. So they subconsciously, they're like, well, I'm going to stay up late. And even though they know it's going to make life harder for them in the morning, they're just like, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. Um, And I found that really adorable. I was like, that sounds, makes it sound like two-year-olds having a tantrum. They're like, (laughs) I don't want to go to bed. Love it. I find myself doing that a little bit as well. Yeah. I definitely am allowing myself to be a little bit extra, a little bit extra, let's just say. <laughs> let's just leave it yeah. at that, right? <laughs> if I want to. Culture. Okay, I've got something to share. And I think I brought this oh, up. Boy. I didn't actually talk about it specifically. Um, but I recently uh, became one year older. Officially. Oh, yeah, you did too. And uh, <laughs> how could I have forgotten that already? Crazy, right? Um, but I hilariously, when it, on my birthday, I did this, which is just classic Brittany. I looked up this, I was like looking, I was reading things about like getting older, positive things. You know, I was looking for some positive, <laughs> like I was just like, there's really great things about getting older. And I was like, I want to read some things about this, right? Then I stumbled on this article 
that's called 14 Things No One Tells You About Aging. And Oh, dear. But they're mostly positive, actually. Oh, good. The whole idea was like, (laughs) actually, things get better when, when you get older. And I thought it was kind of fun because I think, you know, we often are always thinking about the negative parts of getting older, but there's also like, there's really great things that happen. Oh, I love getting older. Right? It's great. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, go on. Yeah. So one of the things that I think is really interesting is they say that as you get older, you get um, better at using what you've learned. So it's like you're, they, they call it like crystallized intelligence. So it's like, as you get older, Ooh. like even into your like, like late sixties and seventies, you start to be able to like put things together a little bit uh, faster and clearer. And you can, kind of can like see the bigger picture and to like, like I learned this over here and now I'm going to use it over here or whatever. And I think that's really, I mean, for me, that's like super exciting. I love that. I love that. I've written that down as a possible title for the show. Crystallized intelligence. Very good. Another thing which, (laughs) which is interesting, and I think maybe this, this I was a little bit surprised to, to read. Um, you get nicer as you get older. Yeah. Yeah. Because you realize that everybody's just doing their best. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, there's this whole, there's this whole like cranky old people or whatever, but I think that's really an anomaly. Most old people are actually just really nice, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're talking like older, like, you know, into your 60s and stuff. Um, oh boy, I can't wait to be in my 60s. Yeah, I know, right? It's going to be so cute. We're going to be so great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and they say that into your 40s, once you're in your 40s, um, you're actually much better in tune with other people's emotions. Uh, better than any other time in your life. So you're very much in touch. You're very empathetic uh, when you're in your 40s. Interesting. Wow. Right? That's, I could never have guessed that. I know, right? Fascinating. I love this. I feel like, although on a side note, I feel like people are very confused about the word empathetic. Yeah. Because like, excuse me. Empathetic doesn't mean sympathetic and it also doesn't mean compassionate. Right. It means something totally different. Yeah. It, uh, and I feel like everyone on their LinkedIn profile is like, I'm highly empathetic. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't all be empathetic, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> 100%. So what would you describe empathy as? Just give us a definition so that people are okay. clear. I'm going to look it up actually because – I think of it in a certain way, but okay. Yeah. So the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. And so that doesn't mean, and this is what annoys me. That doesn't mean if someone's having a hard time and you feel sorry for them, that you're empathetic. You, if you're empathetic, you should be able to understand and share the feelings of a Trump voter or a murderer or someone who's doing something that you don't like. Ooh. So it goes in all different directions. I like it. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, sorry, total sidebar. No, good. It's Continue, Britt. Um, How's about aging? The next, the next thing is, did you know that women over 80, over 80 years <gasps> old, are more likely to be satisfied with their sex lives or, sorry, satisfied oh during sex, I should say, um, than those between, like, 55 and 80 and 79. Like, so people, women what? above 80 have better sex than the 15 years prior. So I, we got something to look forward to, Penn. Okay, well, I feel like maybe women over 80 are satisfied with their sex <laughs> lives because they're like, I'm just crazily amazed that I am having sex right now. <laughs> I just had a hip replacement and here I am getting laid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that come could on. Be it. That could be it. That could be it. That's hilarious. She's like, I'm sleeping with, uh, you know, the pool guy. Yeah, totally. Um, also, oh we Lord. become more, um, this is kind of obvious, but you start um, uh, waking up earlier. So you're kind of like, you know, you, your, your internal clock kind of shifts a little bit, which is already happening yeah. to me. I'm definitely becoming much more of a morning person than I ever used to be. Because um, <laughs> you're so old. Brit. And the last, <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, I'm hitting, I'm going into my elderly <laughs> years. No, I mean, that's kind of how I behave. But um, 
The the last one, there's more points to this, but the last one I want to share, which I think is really interesting, and I was just talking to my mom about this yesterday. People who, um, I mean, this is, you might already know this, but the point is that uh, people, like, uh, people who work longer um, in a job that they enjoy, has to be in a job mm. that they enjoy and doesn't stress them out. Yeah. Uh, also live longer. Live longer, um, yeah. You know, and I find that really interesting. And that's like a huge, for me, is such a huge incentive to like really find my, not that I'm not in that now, but continue to put a lot of thought and to value my career and what I'm doing with my life because it's has such a huge impact on, you know, even also, how long you live, for God's sake. Totally. But also this totally ties into the Goldman Sachs things mm. because- a lot of the time, like I feel like I've read so many stories about someone who has worked themselves kind of into the ground uh, over years and years and then they've retired and then they've just died straight away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's because like I, th- my theory is like if you're working the, in a job that's like not deeply stressful and you're enjoying it and you feel a sense of purpose, then that keeps your mind going, you know, like yeah. it keeps you firing on all cylinders instead of, but like, yeah, some people, they, it's just like they retire and then they just die. And it's like, so, so what was sad. it all for? Yeah, that's so sad. And of course, that's anyway. that's all they were working towards was just to be able to retire and enjoy all the money they and made. And play golf. Ugh, yeah. What a nightmare. Yeah. Um, Whoopsie daisy. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Penn? You fudged that yeah, one up. Yeah, you real fudged <laughs> that one up. <laughs> oh, man. Um. So... What am I going to talk about here? I've got so many culture items. I bet you do. I think I'm going to talk about the one that I'm most excited about. So I, because um, at the moment, like conversation is difficult because nobody's got anything to update anyone on. Yes. I feel like I've noticed that. <laughs> 100%. I feel like I've noticed that some people are getting a little bit more obsessed by like some small thing in their social circle, like, oh, well, she didn't turn up to this thing that she said she was going to, or she said no to an invitation and she pretended she had COVID. I feel like people are getting a little bit more hung up on that thing than they would be if it wasn't a pandemic because they're just like, they're desperate for something to chat about. So I have been coming up with loads of random hypothetical questions to ask people. Um, (laughs) I love this. (laughs) Conversation starters. Yeah, I've been really going hard on the conversation starters and it's very fun. And as a result, I've really honed my own responses into oblivion. So basically what I thought I'd do is, I I mean, I'm very excited to hear your answers to this question, Britt, but I'm going to tell you my answers to this question, uh, which is not that exciting, but you really have to think about it. If you could go back or forward in time, to you get three trips, basically. It's like three holidays. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend, Jed, is a very detail-oriented guy. So he has all these uh, stipulations on the question. So he wants to know the details. So are you going back and do you have to live there for a long time or whatever? Mm. No, you don't. You're a fly on the wall. You get to just travel back, click at the fingers Experience. or forward. Yeah experience it, see what's going on. You can stay for as long as you want and then you can go back. Nobody knows you're there. It's kind of like the way Harry Potter travels in the Pensieve in the Harry Potter movies. Anyway, so you can go back or forward. You've got three trips. Where do you go? Shall I kick us off? Yeah, definitely. Okay, great. So I feel like Berlin in the 1930s, like before Mm -hmm. World War II, would have been really fascinating. Mm -hmm. And a little sick part of me kind of wants to see what it was like during World War II because obviously like I've never been in a world war. That was one of my first thoughts actually, which I know that sounds weird, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Not in a, I don't want to like go and look at dead bodies like a weirdo, but it's more like what does that feel like? What does it look like to be in a real war? Because I don't think we will ever have a war war again. We'll have like drones and stuff. Drones are killing people all the time, side note, but whatever. Um, But yeah, just to sort of... But whatever. But actually, actually I feel like I'm more keen on like Weimar Berlin, like the 30s Mm. where it was like extremely, it was just a bit of a wild west really, but in Germany. Yeah. 
Um, and then my second one inspired by your birthday was Studio 54 era 1970s New York, mm. which would have been so cool. Yeah. Um, I want to know if it was like as glamorous as it looked. I want to know how hard it is to get into Studio 54. I feel like I can do it. I look great in sequence as you witnessed last weekend. Yeah. Um, and then my final one would be to go into the future to kind of see how it all turns out. Mm -hmm. I reckon like, I don't know. I kind of want to say 200 years. Yeah, I was going to say how far, how far, 200 years. Yeah. And actually sometimes I'm like all three of those answers would be like 50 years in the future, 200 years in the future, and then the end. You know what I mean? Like I want to see the end of the movie. Oh my gosh. That's, I mean, <laughs> is that horrifying? Well, it's a bit dark. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense. Sorry. <laughs> it's interesting because 200 years in the future would be pretty drastic. Like I think the difference will be because of climate change, it will be very interesting. That's the thing. Um, to see. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So I'm, I'm with you on that one, on the 200 years or something around there in the future, for sure. I'd want to see that. Um, I would love to experience, uh, this is going to be really cheesy, but I'd love to do the 20s. Um, I think like in Paris. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, definitely. Like so Hemingway, cute. like that whole, the whole thing, like. Um, the partying, you know, the drinking out of the goblets and the, drink, <laughs> and the wearing the the tassel dresses. And yeah, I think that would have been such You're a like cool You're like Owen time. Wilson in Midnight in Paris. Exactly. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies. I love that movie. I love that. Yeah, it's very good. So it? good. It's so I started good. off hating it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh no, I actually, this is loads of Yeah, fun. it's really cute. Yeah, it's such a great movie. Anyway, so yeah, so I think definitely that time period plus future. And then another time period, yeah, I guess um, I hate to – yeah, this is a tough one. Like, because um, I'm, I'm torn. Even with three, it's still hard. It is really hard because I'm like, torn between, like, seeing something, like, devastating and seeing what that's like, like something like a, a world war of some kind um, <laughs> or going in, like, straight fun zone, you know, and, like – you know, what about like the the 60s or, you know, or or even like the 70s in like San Francisco or something, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Something fun like that. I have a cool, feeling but. though, I have a feeling though that the, the hippie stuff would have actually been kind of, kind of annoying and yeah. gross <laughs> and like maybe really boring because everyone was like sitting around smoking weed, a lot of weed. Yeah. It's not really All my vibe. All these like guys. Yeah. And I, I, I've heard that, like, men in those days were like, yeah, free love, dude. Like, they were just, like, wanting to shag as many women as possible and there were STDs everywhere. Well, see, I wouldn't like that. And, <laughs> no. That's not very Britney, no. Britney-esque. No. That kind of time. Britney is clean as a whistle. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe. But I also love your idea of, like, the disco. Like, that would be cool, seeing disco that days. Would be, yeah, the whole vibe. Yeah. And then it's funny because this question also sparks um, – all the places that you definitely don't have any interest in going back to. Like for me personally, anything medieval oh. is like a hell no. No, 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 no. Gross. I mean, yeah, maybe like early 1900s though, you know, like with like horse and buggy situations. Although the 20s is but kind I, of like I, that I think it would have been, I think it would have been kind of gross. Just dark. And also yeah. a lot of guys I know are like, I want to go back and see the dinosaurs. And I'm like, I've what? seen Jurassic Park. That's hilarious. You know? That never even occurred to me. Lifestyle. I'm coming in hot with another hypothetical because. It's all hypothetical. <laughs> That's what we can name this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> Nothing's real. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, you've won the lottery. Uh -huh. The amount is unspecified, yeah. but you are only allowed to make five purchases. So basically, like, it doesn't matter how much all of these purchases are in total or whatever, mm -hmm. but there's only five purchases and then you're done. You're back to your regular salary or whatever. Yeah. So they can be subscriptions. Mm -hmm. They can be one-off purchases, investments. What do you buy? So I guess I have one question before I answer. Okay, uh, sure. And that is, like, you, you say the amount is unspecified. I mean, <laughs> I don't really know what that means. Like, So you can spend a billion dollars on one purchase. Oh. You can buy a, a whole company. 
Or you can spend 20,000 bucks on a purchase. Oh, so it's like the amount is endless. You can spend endless, yeah. Oh, I misunderstood. I thought it was like, we don't know how much you won in the lottery. <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> but that's okay. I think I can still answer appropriately. Okay, great. Um, okay, interesting. So I went down the route of, uh, which I would now maybe make it one change to it, but I'll do that it, just as I'm answering. So I went down like hyper real estate mode, okay? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think it's probably also like my age, like where I'm at right now. I am very much thinking about this a lot. Like where do mm. I want to live? How do I, you know, whatever, like houses and this and that. So I definitely would do two houses mm-hmm. in different parts of the world. Okay. Me too. I did that one as well. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I was like really, really dope apartment in Berlin, like with all the features that I want. And then one in a holiday location. Exactly. Like oceanfront. Yeah. Like full beach house. Doing the whole thing. Like, so that would definitely be, it would be two, like, yeah, one, maybe, maybe not even apartment, maybe a house, but in a city. I don't know. But anyways, two homes in different locations. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then, um, okay, so then, so I have two homes in different locations. I would also, and I'm not saying this to, I just, I actually would probably buy both my mom and my dad a house as well. I mean, they would still. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about anyone else. I mean, I would, just because, you know, I mean, if I've got this, you know, and then, you know, I'll end up owning, I'll end up mine at some point. <laughs> oh my God. I almost want you to take that out, but it's so ridiculous that I said it. So maybe leave it in. Um, so I'm full real estate. So I've got four properties I bought. My brother, I feel like he's all right. You know what I mean? Like he can get one of the houses eventually, but you know, he'll be okay. He just bought his own house. Yeah. So he's fine. Um, I'm not oh, worried about him. Fine. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then my fifth item, so that's four items already. God, it goes fast, doesn't it? Um, my mm-hmm. fifth item, God, now I'm changing my tune because originally it was going to be something else. But now I think what I would do is I would buy a very, very well, um, well uh, established airline. And then, really, because they say the best way to lose a million, a billion dollars is to buy it. Is that right? That's a saying. <laughs> it's an actual saying. Well, well the thing is, I want to be able to travel free, free forever. Okay. So how can we gotcha. make that Why happen? Don't you just buy a private jet. Okay. Okay. I would buy a <laughs> private jet. Thank you, Penny. We're collaborating. Oh, thank God, yeah. we talked this through because I would have made all the wrong decisions. Okay, great. So then I would buy a private jet, and I would buy the 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 best pilot <laughs> he'd have to come with the private jet he or she yeah and yeah. Uh, and they would <laughs> or and they. I would own them just kidding uh, yeah you would own I would them. own that person just joking yeah I think that I think that would be it and so it sounds a bit boring but I think that's the, it's it's smart also these investments will you know most of them won't deplete in uh, in value yeah yeah you know which I think is important. yeah okay Penny you you go. I love that because this is the reason why I came up with this question. Because you know how people are like, oh, what would you do if you won the lottery? And I'm like, well, that would involve me buying a lottery ticket first. So this is a huge hypothetical. Um, But I like the idea of like, because I personally this year, I'm like, I have to get my spending into some kind of budgetary Mm -hmm. realm, Mm -hmm. you know, like I want to... Because I have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of wants. Yeah. I want a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and then I find that with online shopping, you get the thing and you don't care anymore. It's and you're crazy, like, oh, isn't it? Well, I maybe didn't really want that so much. Yeah. Um, so it's I'm weird trying how to your like, brain does that where it's like you can obsess about this thing that you want and then you get yeah. it and it's like, Meh. it's like you're totally over it already. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think that's it. It's because we've been talking a lot about how anticipation is better than um, the real thing. Yeah. Oh, actually, we weren't talking about that. I was listening to another podcast about that, but we have discussed this before, that anticipation of a holiday is more exciting than the actual holiday. Mm. Um, so, yeah, anyway, the point being, I was like, the first thing I would get is like a person who is a personal trainer ah. and they come to my house every single day. Okay. 
They get me out of bed. They have a key to my house. They're getting me out of bed and they're saying, Penny, <laughs> we're going You'd to hate exercise this now. person so much. No, I wouldn't. I would love it. It would be so great because that's what I want in my life. That's like, okay. I would love that because like I... Um, I was reading this thing about motivations and it was like some people are so uh, motivated by social obligation. Mm. So, you know, when your friend mm. is waiting for you at a class, like a yoga class or whatever, and you're like, well, I have to go. She can't do the yoga class without me. Yeah. Um, right. But if it's just me motivating myself, not, not a lot gets done. But anyway, so I get that person. Maybe I could tip them and they could pick up my groceries as well. On their on way, the way over. over. <laughs> So I'm trying to, I'm trying to like get a sweet deal there, but I'm, for the rest of my life, a person comes over, they personal train me. Okay. The second thing I buy is like an amazing apartment in Berlin, fully furnished mm-hmm. or partially furnished with just like the, the good basics. Um, <laughs> because obviously I have my own personal flair. <laughs> then third, I, I, cause I can't decide between like an amazing mountain location mm. or a an ocean location. So either one of those, that would be a very tough call for well, what me you once do I is this lottery. You go Vancouver and you can have like ocean on one side, mountains on the other. You just go to is Canada. That right? yeah, Vancouver is like the ultimate. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know what? That's a great one. And also they speak English there. So it would be a very they're pretty nice. Easy transition. Yeah. Friendly. I don't know what my other things would be actually. Those are just, just so that's the three, three there. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, wait, I'd buy a lifetime subscription. I'd buy like an endless gift voucher for like Net-A-Porter or something. <laughs> yeah, so you could have like the <laughs> ultimate wardrobe. Yeah. That's good. Exactly. Like an endless, exactly. like or, as much as you want. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't spend anything on anyone else. This is my money. Fair enough. Bitches, I worked hard for it. <laughs> I worked hard Not- for it. I love that. <laughs> So in order to close this episode, I really, it's been really bugging me because last episode you asked me what creeps me out. I really didn't have a good answer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I have have two answers for you and both I'm just as passionate about. One, the first one are these, which I talked about with you recently, these little dogs. Well, (laughs) apparently they're dogs, whatever. Um... Don't called, discriminate, Brittany. Called whippets. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I I can't. I'm so sorry. If you have a whippet and you love this dog, now if you're wondering what the hell a whippet is, it's a it's a really scrawny, skinny little dog that looks <laughs> like a greyhound, but it's smaller and has tiny skin. It looks like you could literally snap its little legs in half. Yeah. Like if, if the wind blew too much, it would just like completely. Like, it would just break all of its bones. Like, it's just, it looks like kind of... So fragile. So fragile, yeah. but not in a cute yeah. way, in like a creepy, according to me, way. I, I really find them really <laughs> creepy. And this one time, so I, this was a couple of weeks ago, I'm sitting on a park bench and someone's whippet is running around in the park. And I'm just like looking at it being like, oh God, right? Like, I just find them really creepy. And then this dog came up to me and was like interested, you know, yeah, he was like, hey, what's up? So I had to, and the owner was like looking at me. So I had to like pretend that I found this dog cute. And I gave, you know, I like pet him a little bit. And I was just like, oh, the whole time I was like, oh my God, what is this thing? I'm so sorry. I am sorry because I know they're alive and I know they have whatever little personalities. humans made them this way as well. It just shocks me. They didn't come out like this. It shocks me Yeah, people like these things. But anyway, so that's one of the biggest things that creeps me out. And then the second thing, which isn't really a creeping thing, it's more of, I find, uh, well, yeah, maybe it's not creepy, but ugly babies. Oh, Britt loves yeah, ugly babies. Almost, it is so funny. It's almost like I just can't stop laughing when I see an ugly baby. So maybe it's not a creeped out thing, but I just can't believe how ugly some babies are. And I love it so much. Okay, guys, this makes me so happy that you've come out and admitted this, Britt, yeah. on air. Because actually, like, I, it's to the point now where I will see an ugly baby. Like, you know, when someone's like, oh, look at my new 
you know, baby. cousin's baby yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. they send you a picture and you're like, oh. <laughs> and I don't care because, you know, they're fucking babies. They're babies. Whatever. Yeah. But, but like I will save the picture and I'll text Brit and I'll be like, by the way, next time I see you, are you having a, or are you having a bad day today? Because if so, I've, I've got, got something for you. for you. <laughs> I mean, I love it when babies look, they kind of like look like old people, you know, like they look like they've, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they've been lived. Just little bald Oh lips. man, it just kills me. Anyways, I love that. I mean, they usually grow out yeah, of it. That's the thing. See. That's why I don't feel bad laughing at them, you know, because it's like they're going to probably grow out of it. It'll be fine. And that is important to say because like one of the ugliest babies I'd ever seen, like I'm telling you, I, it's sad that I don't have Facebook anymore because I would find this picture and show it to Britt. But mm. this baby turned out to be a beautiful, gorgeous little girl. So if you have an ugly baby at home, there is so much It'll hope be for fine. you in the future. You probably, don't worry. And it's not all about looks, but obviously you don't want an ugly child. That would be really sad. <laughs> the thing, <laughs> the thing about the thing about ugly babies is I don't think any parent actually thinks their baby is ugly. I don't That's think they the do. That's hilarious They thing. never know. That's what's so funny I love it. about I it. I love that. that. They th- is that they're the ones sending you pictures yeah. of their baby covered in like peanut butter or something and you're like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is that? I'm trying to eat over yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But that's what I love about it is parents – they, they don't see it. They never see it. And so they're passing no. around this freaking photo being like, tell me how cute my baby is. And I'm like, dude. I'm, yeah, I love it when people are giving each other the side eye. They're like, <laughs> oh my God, couple You see it too, right? Yeah. Oh, so funny. I'm so glad. That's. I feel like that's one of my favorite things about you is that you have this evil hatred of ugly yeah. babies. Actually, it's not that you hate them. It's just that you find them hilarious. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So if anyone ever wants to cheer Brittany up, just like get a picture of an ugly baby, zoom right in on the face yeah. and send it to her. She'll love it. <laughs> oh, God. So good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to our episode. I hope it cheered and you now up. that we've been. If you weren't <laughs> already cheer e cheery. Um, and what were you going to say, Penny? Sorry. I cut you off. I was just going to say like we're about to say don't be a dick, <laughs> but we've just been the biggest dicks totally. about babies. So, you know, so like it's a pandemic, okay? Yeah, you can Let be, us a dick. be a dick about one exactly. thing. Exactly. Be a dick if you have to be, <laughs> but like generally, just don't be a dick. But have the loveliest week. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.